Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boy. So cool. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. That hawk is so cool. Anyway, guys, big news. I have to tell you this. I am definitely gay. What? You're gay. Yes. Yes. Saul, Beauty and the Beast, the gay mm-hmm. orgy scene, convinced me that I am definitely gay. There's a gay orgy scene in that movie? Most Disney movies have gay orgy scenes. Which movies yeah. have gay orgy scenes? Disney movies. All Disney movies? I can't tell you guys how disappointing that gay orgy scene was. I was waiting the whole movie to see straight up Gaston and all his little friends in the bar just straight go at it, get fucking naked, <laughs> start throat fucking each other, butt fucking each other, the whole gamut. But nothing happens. Sticking fingers in dicks. Greetings, Cool Boy Nation. Oh, hi. This is the Cool Boys Podcast. I'm Felk, and I'm here with... Nolan. Ballard. Are you gay, too? I guess. <laughs> Everyone's a little gay in California. Well, that's good. That's definitely good. So I fail to remember the Beauty and the Beast orgy sequence from the 1991 uh, animated feature. What scene was uh, that again? It was the plates and the forks. We're fucking oh, was that the whole musical Obviously. number in the uh, dining hall? Yeah, come, what is it? BR Gay? BR Gay. Oh, I thought it was the Gaston song, though. The, can you fuck like Gaston? Can you? <laughs> it's, it's, that was definitely the gay scene I was waiting for, but it, it never happens. And honestly, who made a big stink out of this? Because if no one said anything, I would have never noticed any sort of gay thing in the movie at all because it's so subtle. It's, oh, it's beyond I, oh. subtle. Oh, you're actually talking about the real gay thing. Okay. So Josh Gad, I think, said something about it in an interview about how it was just, just how his character was influenced because that's what the route he went with it. But I don't think – I haven't seen the movie. I, don't, I didn't know if it was mentioned in the film. Is it mentioned in the film he's gay? Well, it, it was rated like – pretty much are in Russia. There was a couple <laughs> – China, China's questioning even releasing it at all. Um, a couple other countries, uh, it got like a hard R rating, and I was just expecting something, and there really is absolutely nothing. There's maybe Josh Gad makes one like flirtatious look with his eyes, like at the camera, like a flamboyant type of look. Yeah. And then at the at the end, two guys dance together and look at each other and smile, and it's so quick and subtle. Like I I I don't get it. Well, I guess the only thing I'm looking forward to Beauty and the Beast is this 2017 live action version is um the wolf sequence with the beast because when i was a kid that was the scene for me it was like oh here come the wolves and the beast is gonna take them on and the yeah. beast would all hold oh it's not good well i mean the movie's fine if you've seen the animated version you've already seen this movie because it's pretty much shot for shot i mean i wouldn't see it but i had a i had a wife who wanted to see it and so we went and saw it it's fine yep. it's good you know i got news for you guys i've never seen the original beauty and the beast because i was a, a straight boy and <laughs> well, I'm never going to see the 2017 remake because I'm a straight man. So, fuck, did you see Little Mermaid in theaters? Fuck yeah, I did. I wanted to fuck that mermaid so bad. Right in her official? Yep, right in her official. <laughs> <laughs> how, old, how old were you then? Old enough to fish. Well, Beauty and the Beast was nominated as a Best Animated Picture that year, whatever it was, 91, 92. So, I mean, fuck, it was a good movie, and it is it's, a damn yeah, good it, film. But... I would say 
that the Disney live action remakes have been fantastic with Cinderella and Jungle Book. Those were really, really good. Cinderella was surprisingly good, and I was not expecting that to be I a good movie. I forgot they did that. I actually That's really that. good. Kenneth Brennan is amazing with it. I mean, he's like, he's as a director. Oh, he directed it? He, he directed it, yeah. He's amazing. Wait, like, he worked kind of like Beauty and the Beast? A, no, he did no, uh, Cinderella. Was, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Condon or something. Um, but I Cinderella for me was like, I saw it and forgot about it. But I remember it being, it oh, was really? fine. Well, I mean, I have a daughter who was like into it. My wife was into it too. But like, I saw it. And I liked it. I, th- I actually thought it was like a five, five out of five star movie. Wow, that's bold. So it's the best a movie can be on a one to five scale. Possibly. I guess. Okay. That that's ridiculous. It's not that good. It's that good. It's very well done. You tend to give movies four or five stars. To be fair, like I'd say, like ninety percent of the movies you say you see, you say yeah, are four a, or five star movies. Exactly. He's a very generous rater. Three yes. is a low movie. Yeah. Right? yeah. No, three is average. I honestly, I have very few ones in my life, and that's because if I see something and it's a one, like I really then hate it. And and I find I find mostly I can find something good or entertaining in most films and stuff like that what's a one te- for you? yeah what name one what, one star movie oh my god you? what's a one star movie oh man I, I wonder if i can think of one right off the top off the top of your head you can't think of a terrible movie and don't say the room or an asylum movie like i'm theatrically released one with the actors resident well, evil resident evil's not one star all those movies are at least two i i, I enjoy oh. what they are i'm trying to think of a movie that like street fighter I, maybe Street Fighter. Wait, what's Jean Claude? Yeah, that's no, because Street Fighter uh, isn't. That's Street Fighter's not one star least. for me. Street Fighter's like easily. Yoga Hosers. Okay. Yoga Hosers was a one star, and that was coming off Tusk. Was that Kevin Smith? Was that Kevin Smith? Yeah, it was Kevin Smith. Tusk for me was four out of five stars, but Yoga Hosers, which is a spinoff or sequel to, is that like his his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter are like are in it? Yes, yeah. it is, and then all the parents are in it too. Kevin Smith's in it as the sausage Nazis, the Bratzies. Um, Johnny Depp plays the same inspector he played in Tusk, and then uh, Johnny Depp's daughter's mom forget her name uh she plays a teacher and then kevin smith's mom or no kevin smith's daughter's mom plays the, that daughter's mom yoga hosers check it out one star <laughs> <laughs> all right well so uh, let's just consider ballard's scale of four to five star movies so speaking um, of one star walking dead season seven finale occurred and that show i loved it at first and it's been slowly declining since season halfway through season three yeah why are you guys still watching that it's terrible i'm not i quit i hate watch it when i watch it it's like low rent i feel like i'm watching like a a student film now at this point like it's just yes just not well made at all and with better Hmm. call saul coming up i have to say that like just re-watching some episodes from season two of better call saul it's just it is so vastly different on amc the how walking dead is attempting to do the breaking bad better call saul style and just fails miserably and yet the comic is so good for Walking Dead. I just and it but Robert Kirkman's involved in both. It just really is weird how it's a medium that doesn't play to long form on television. I, I think the main problem with them is they don't know when they're gonna end it, so they just keep fucking making seasons oh, they, and there's they announced an ending. Oh really? Yeah, um What in ten years? Uh tw- season twenty. What are, they, what are they on? Season seven right now? Yes. They're actually gonna go is that real news? Because that's real. That's real. Yeah, they actually did announce season. Uh, they want to try to get to season twenty. The oh real goal God. is season ten, and after that, it's season twenty. 
count me out. Count count America out. Well, speaking of gay animation being adapted into li- gay live action, maybe I should say that again without all the gays. Um, <laughs> I saw Ghost in the Shell. You did. You actually saw it. Yeah, I actually saw it after aborting seeing it by taking a hard, long look in the mirror and deciding whether or not I really wanted to spend two hours watching a movie by a director who's most famous for cheating on his wife with Kirsten, no, Kristen Stewart during the last movie he made. Shots fired. Shots Shots fired. fired. So cool. After this movie, that's what is that's going to be the top thing on his Wikipedia page. And then these two movies, it's basically it's the first movie directed by a robot or artificial intelligence. It's all visually good, impressive, but there is there's no reason to care about a single character or uh, to solve any of the mysteries. And I mean, I kind of want to get into spoilers. Can I get into one spoiler? Yeah, absolutely. Spoiler Spoiler for Ghost in the Shell. Is that spoiler? uh, Fast forward (laughs) this time if you don't want to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) What time? We don't know. We don't know, and we probably won't <laughs> put one in. Uh, is that uh, ScarJo, Scar also known as Scarlett Johansson's, uh, you know, she's she's white, and that was controversial. And the, the big reveal, and they treat it like it's a big fucking reveal, is that she's actually this Japanese girl who was, you know, killed and then put into a, a robot body that looks like Scarlett Johansson, wait, which wait. upgrade, who cares, you know? Wait, you're telling me... Scarjo, five out of five. Scarjo. Oh, you're rating her on a scale of yeah. four to five. Just for the sake of it, five out of five. Bodysuit, five out of five still. Okay, so anyways, the movie is built around her and that bodysuit, and that bodysuit. Thank is, God. Yeah, it, thank God. Except it's weird because I'm s- looking at her um, as basically like a Barbie doll. She's just like nude, except yes. she doesn't have nipples or that sweet the vagina. Car- the, car- the cartoon had nipples, right? I believe it did. Uh, Kind I think of. So it it was, but it wasn't. Or anime, anime. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, don't call a fucking cartoon. No, <laughs> no, it's a cartoon. It's don't, animation. Don't. Japan is not some fucking mystical, magical place where just just because it comes from Japan, any th- any cartoon or animation is automatically called anime, which I thought was pronounced anime until I was seventeen, and I still want to pronounce it anime. That reminds me of something else of not safe for work. What did you think it was, Ballard? Not so fucking weak. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So get ready to see some nude images. Not so fucking weak. (laughs) Yeah. Not so fucking weak. Whatever this shit is, it's not so fucking weak. NSFW. Uh, Okay, so she was really a Japanese (laughs) character. Um, That's how they fix the whitewash. Yeah, I can't think of off the top of my head a Japanese actress who even has enough star power who could have played that role to begin with. There isn't one. There isn't one. Uh, and and Scarlett Johansson, who is probably the most profitable actress alive right now, still wasn't enough to save that movie. It didn't. It, it bombed. So and yeah, but they I, know it bombed, and they even apologize and said they even think the whitewashing was a big part of why it bombed, and they're sorry. That's for it. bullshit, though. I think it bombed because it's not a good movie. Yeah, it didn't it, get good press. They yeah. were trying to salvage it by releasing 15 minutes of it at a time on the internet, just to, like get you hyped for it. And those are the best 15 minutes of it. Like the, the every single thing that was released on the internet is the only parts of the movie you should bother watching. Here's the way the Hollywood studio is functioning in a way they don't even realize that they're hurting themselves. So take Ghost in the Shell, change the current 2017 film, and change it slightly so it's not Ghost in the Shell. Keep all of your production designs. Pretty much the same, except don't tweak some things that are dead on Ghost in the Shell-like. 
and call it a different movie, give it its own plot, because clearly what I've seen from the trailer is this movie follows a plot that the, that the animated film does not follow, yeah. and you will have audiences go to it, because people will go to yeah, it. Yeah, that's like, what The Matrix was, basically. That's what, yeah, District, District 9, The Matrix, exactly. People go and see these, Avatar, they go and see brand new, fresh, original sci-fi ideas. Inception, because they want this new... This is nothing new to watch. But when you completely just do remake to remake to remake, all people go is, oh, I don't follow Ghost in the Shell. I'm not going to go see Ghost in the Shell. Because I'm sure there is a long history there of, 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 of all this, like, you know, story that I don't know. And so how am I going to follow this movie, even though this movie, I'm sure, is self-contained? You know who else is doing that right now? Mm. Uh, the Gunslinger. Uh, the, that's what's Dark called, Tower. Right? Dark, Dark Tower. Tower. Dark Tower. Yeah. They, they are taking the characters and some of the plot points, but doing a completely original movie. So, like, it's a sequel to the books, essentially. It's, that's, it's my that's understanding. Weird to me because I, I would prefer to see the books. Right. I don't yeah, care for someone who's never read the books. I don't. I, it would be weird to, for all the backstory to be filled in yeah. on that. I don't. I don't think it's a good idea. But. And to your point, Ballard, yeah. Ghost in the Shell is viewed as a standalone movie, independent of, of the Anime, which I haven't seen anyways. Compared to like The Matrix or something, it's it's just a mess. It's flat. You don't you don't care about anything that's happening on screen. Whereas with The Matrix and other movies that are inspired by anime but not directly based on any one, uh, you have a plot you can follow and reasons to be invested. And and uh, I don't also think that Ghost in the Shell, those four words together, have any cash in America. I don't think that brings people to a theater. That's actually my point. Exactly. They don't. So if you called it something different, slightly change the plot so you have a movie with characters and plot development that doesn't lead to a sequel that never happens, you might actually have a good movie there. Because I yeah. thought the production design from the trailers alone looked incredible. However, yep. people are still going to be like, oh, what's Ghost in the Shell? I know it's something. I'm not going to see it because I, I don't follow that, that IP. I dated a guy who was really into it, but he was weird, so I broke up with him. But I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Speaking of Japanese shit, today's topic is the Snake Betsu Bear Attack. That's right. That's the Snake Betsu Brown Bear Incident. I think it's Sanke Betsu, but you know what? We are going to butcher the hell out of these Japanese names anyways. Yeah, so this was like circa 1915, and this is like considered the worst Japanese bear attack in history, and it is brutal. I find it uh, horrifying at times, so I definitely recommend that if you cannot handle incredible gory violence and terrible things happening to little ones, I would not listen to this. So, Listener discretion advised and trigger warning, bear attacks. <laughs> so this is great for an early on podcast. But uh, yeah, so the Senkei Betsu brown bear incident. So this is considered to be the worst bear attack in Japanese history. It killed seven different settlers. And so what happened is between the dates of December 9th and December 14th in 1915, there was a large brown bear. And a brown bear is practically a grizzly bear. That's racist. Um, but it's not, it's not a grizzly. A grizzly is a type of brown bear. So this is a large bear. Just when you're picturing this bear, picture a large grizzly. And it's brown, so, not that that matters. All right, so the very first time that this brown bear w uh, was found or anybody came across it was in the middle of November in 1915 where it appeared at the Akita family's house in Senke Betsu. And he practically he just attacked a horse and, or scared a horse and then like stole some corn and bounced, and that was it. And, but they noticed it 
And it wasn't uncommon because in that time, there this was like the Wild West. They were always encountering wildlife and large wildlife as is. So anyway, so... It was Japan, though, just to be clear. Later, the bear reappeared on November 30th, and they shot at it, and they hit it, but it bounced, and they were able to follow its footprints, which led towards Mount Onishika, and that was where they kind of couldn't find the bear, and they had to turn back. And so they just... What they did is they just... They pissed this bear off. And, and the thing we're going to notice more and more is this bear is like Mel Gibson in Payback. He is out for revenge. It sounds like a little bit of the ghost in the darkness. It is. It's a lot like the ghost in darkness, except this bear is... That was a lion. It was two lions. Yeah. One was named Val Kilmer and one was named Michael Douglas. <laughs> yeah. Is that what the title was referring to? <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyways... The one thing we're going to notice, though, is this bear is constantly just, like, menacing as fuck. He gets shot at, and this is what p must be one of the major things that pisses him off. The main thing that's pissing him off, so we can just establish this now, is the, to kind of analyze the uh, the, uh, the events that will about to occur, is this bear woke up early in winter, so he's not mm -hmm. hibernating when he should be hibernating, so he is, like, pissed. He's like half drunk. Half drunk, cranky, and crazy. He's practically a rampaging three-year-old. <laughs> just tearing, you know what I mean? Just tearing everything apart and just nothing can get in its way. So anyways, this family pisses him off by shooting him in the head and the bear bounces and runs away. Well, Wait, he got flat, shot in the head and he's still alive? The, yeah, they grazed it. So we move on to December 9th. Now, this is where shit is going to get cray cray. <laughs> okay. Okay, so on December 9th, 1915 at 10.30 a.m., the Ota family has the bear turn up to their house and Abe Mayu is the farmer's wife and Hasumu Hasumi Mikio is the baby being taken care of by Mayu and this bear rolls up on this house with his wife and this kid and just like immediately just takes a bite out of the kid's head and kills the kid right there. Is it a baby or a kid? Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> yes. It's a baby. Oh, man. It's a, bit, it's a baby. Dead. Bitten. Heads bit like an apple. Like an apple. That's how they describe most people who are, are uh, victims of bear attacks. They say when they wake up to the bear chewing on their head, when they're like in their sleeping bag, they say it sounds a lot like melon being crunched or an apple being eaten. Oh, man. Yeah. So so Mayu fights, tries to fight the bear off while it's eating the baby. And she like throws firewood at it. And the bear just like, you know, and she tries to escape. And the bear was just like, overtaken immediately knocks her down and then like drags her into the forest and then eats her in the forest and oh my god yeah it's crazy and so people come later that day on december 9th and they go into the house and it's just a slaughterhouse i mean there's blood everywhere everywhere so on the 10th they get up early that next morning and they just go straight on out looking for this bear they are fucking like like armed to the teeth all these japanese men have got their rifles i'm your huckleberry forming a posse <laughs> and they just yeah and they form their posse and they just roll on this bear they try to find this bear and they recover finally the remains of the farmer's wife abe mayu and so they find her body and whatnot and then 150 meters from there they find the brown bear and they're like oh shit there it is and they start firing on it like crazy again and only one guy, it is like the edge, only one guy hits him, hits the bear. And the bear just, like, is enraged. 
and like just retreats though but apparently like it got like all pissed off and it was just like oh you motherfuckers stop coming at me yeah. how hard but is he, it to hit a bear they're huge well they got like stormtrooper aim well these are also older rifles and they're also rifles for people who are living out in the wild wild west essentially of japan, japan. so they don't have the best they don't have the best rifles they were so, too focused on being really good ninjas they were not good shots they, yeah. Yeah, and and maybe like the horror they encountered the day prior maybe fucking with their psyche a little bit. But whatever. Anyways, they 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 track his, you know, track his blood as far as they can and they find him at, you know, some snow base of a tree and below the snow base they find the rest of uh Mayu. And that's like her head and parts of her legs that were left they couldn't find yet. So now they have her whole body. So yay. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, so this, they, they they were able to prove that the bear they shot at was the same brown bear. Is this the beginning of Wolverine? No, it's not the beginning. The of Wolverine, yeah, he he uh, oh, he protects yes. that bear. He protects the fuck out of that bear, and then the bear gets hurt, and he goes on vengeance because the hunters were using poison-tipped arrows, which is illegal, and made the bear suffer. Ooh, those bastards! And then he goes to Japan, so it's relevant. My favorite part of that scene is when Hugh Jackman just like whipped out his dick and was like, here it is, everyone. And we're like, yes, there it is. I don't remember that scene in the movie. It's where he's getting bathed by the, the Japanese people. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, yeah. yes. And he says, oh, yeah, but he says, like, I can handle that or something, right? No, he, t- he tells him to stop because he doesn't like being clean because he's a dirty man. She's like bathing him. And he like grabs her arm. And he's like, no, I've got it. All right. So realistically, Wolverine might be a virgin. He could be. Oh, no, I guess he fucks no, that he, chicken Days of Future Past. Yeah. yeah okay, the silver, Russian chick. Silver Fox. He fucks the shit out of Silver Fox, like, over and over and over. What do they think they do in that cabin on that mountainside in the middle of fucking Canada? Yeah, but why didn't he fuck Mystique? She could be anyone. She could be anyone he wanted her to be. I, I, he I'd was mad at Mystique. He was angry with Mystique. All right, so back to this. So anyways, yeah, back to the bear. Back to the bear. <laughs> okay. so, the, so this bear, right, he is so pissed off. He doesn't just retreat in the forest. He retreats back to town. So... When news of the Oda family attack, that's the first uh, farmhouse that was attacked and it was the slaughterhouse, uh, was the first received in town, a lot of people immediately went to this one house, the Miyoki family house. Now, Miyoki family house is one of these guys, the head of that household, the man, the patriarch of that household is one of the guys that's out on an errand with this other guy, Saito uh, Ishigoro. So everybody, including the Saitos, all go to this uh, Miyoki's house and they're all hanging out there. And it's nighttime, and the fire's roaring, and, like, everything's going good. And they have guardsmen outside protecting the village from this bear because they're expecting this bear to roll back because they think now it likes human flesh, and it's going after human flesh. So they are chilling. Jaws on land. That's basically uh, because they think it's a monster. (laughs) Don't forget this, though, Falk and Noli. This is real. Like, this has actually occurred. So this is, like, fucking, like, not only is Jaws, like, fake or based off of uh, the 1910 attacks on New Jersey Shore by a, a, a shark. This is actually, like, this is real, what I'm about to say. So check this out. So Yayo, Miyuki's wife, the guy that's on errand with uh, Saito Ishigoro, is preparing a late meal with her fourth son on her back, and his name is Umikichi. So he's on her back. He's a little baby. She hears a rumbling right outside the kitchen window. And before she could investigate it, the bear fucking breaks through the fucking window and attacks her immediately, knocking the fucking pot off the hearth, spilling the water all over in the soup or whatever it is, all over the flames, immediately causing 
darkness. And this bear goes ninja at this point and takes out everybody in the room. Nice. Yayo runs away, tries to run away, and with her second son, though, he immediately grabs onto her leg. Her second son is Yujiro. He clings onto her legs, tripping her, and the bear attacks her immediately because he trips her. Then the bear starts to attack the baby on her back and starts eating the baby on her back. Then at that point, Odo, who's one of the guardsmen outside who's protecting the house or trying to protect the house, he runs into the house, and he just bolts in, and he sees this fucking bear eating this woman and this baby. And so he fucking, like, you know, freaks the bear out, essentially, by bursting in the room. At that point, that woman, Yeo, she then escapes with her chi- her children. And Odo hides behind the, a couch or something. But then he's immediately, the bear just jumps around the couch and just claws the dude right in his fucking back. And just, like, just rips his back open. Then the bear mauls Kinzo, which is the Miyoki's third-born son. And then it mauls Hirushi, the fourth son of the Saito family, killing them both. And then it bites this other kid, Iowa, who's the third son of the Sayoto family. Next to be targeted was Taki, Sayoto's Ishigoro's, this is the guy that's gone with, uh, with the other uh, father, Sayoto Ishigoro's pregnant wife, attacks the pregnant wife. She starts screaming at it, please eat my head, don't eat my belly. <laughs> eat my head. Don't eat my belly, eat my head, don't eat my belly. The bear eats her. Just fucking starts eating her, regardless of belly or head. Just starts eating her. People are outside the house listening to this shit going on. And they yell at the guys that were out hunting for the bear to come back. And these guys bolt back, and they all run in. And then they group up into two different groups. And one group goes to the back of the house to create a lot of noise. And then the other group goes to the front of the house to shoot the bear when they see it come out the front door. At this point, the guys in the back of the house are banging on pots and pans, their guns on trees and wood and on the walls and whatnot. And the bear comes right up to the front door in this darkness, and there's fire now in the front. Like, there's this fire and there's smoke, and the bear just stands there in the shadow, just lurking at these fucking guys, right? That's cr- it's fucking crazy. And then they just start opening fire on the bear, and not one guy can get a shot off because one dude stands in front of everybody, and then he misfires, so his gun doesn't even work, and then the bear just fucking bounces, and it's gone. These guys are terrible. Meanwhile, those two those two fathers, the uh, Saito Ishigoro and um, uh, Miyoki Asutaro, they are like not anywhere around this at this happening, and they are talking with this random bear hunter named Yamato Haikichi. Now, this guy Yamato Haikichi is badass, but he's a fucking like famous old bear hunter, but he's a drunk now. <laughs> and so he he sold his gun for alcohol. This is, this is Jaws. This is Jaws. So he sold his gun for alcohol. He doesn't give, he's like a total fucking drunk. He doesn't give a shit about bear hunting, but he's like the best. He's like Maverick, right? They go back the next day and they find out the fucking horror of what happened. And they see that essentially the whole village is gone now to the school and they're all hanging out in the school. They're scared shitless. And these two guys are like, what the fuck happened to our family? And they're like, dude, your wife got eaten and she was, you know, we know she was pregnant. (laughs) But guess what? The baby survives. They cut the baby out of her and the baby survives for three days. Then the baby dies. Oh, man. Yep. So it's fucking horror. It's horrible. So the next day on December 12th, this news finally gets to Hokkaido government office. Now, Hokkaido was the northern island of Japan, the northern largest island of Japan. And the government office is like, we got to get a posse going. So they get a huge 
fucking posse going with like members of the army and posse. Like, and they can't get it and they keep tracking and they can't find it so that drunk hunter is eventually propositioned to go get this bear and he says he'll do it but you know he'll only do it with a six member sniper team and so they wait inside and, and they want to wait and they want to wait inside one of the old houses. And so here's what's fucking crazy. So they wait, they're like, we can only wait in one of these houses and these, uh, um, if we have some, something from its kill. And so they're like, we need a victim of the kill, a leftover body to bring in this house. And the whole town people, like the families are like, don't fucking do that. That's fucked up. No, we don't prove. We don't prove. But eventually they're like, whatever, we need to do it. So they put a body in there. And the bear comes, and they shoot at the bear, and it bounces. And so that the next day, that hunter's like, I'm going by myself. And then they're like, well, take one guide with you. So he takes a guide with him because he doesn't know the area. And he goes out there, and he shoots the bear eventually. And he kills the bear, and, and, the, and really? the bear's dead. Yeah, and that's it. And then they carve open the bear to prove it's the bear, and their body parts falling out and shit like that from all the people that ate. And, How many days uh, yeah. does this go on? This went on from December 9th to December uh, 14th when they finally tracked the bear down and shot it. So essentially almost a week. Yeah, they shot it first in the heart, didn't kill it, and then they had to shoot it in the head, and that's the shot that finally did kill it. Fucking Terminator yeah. bear, man. Fucking crazy. So yeah, and it's all ended up being the case just because the bear uh, woke up from hibernation early, and they don't know why it did, um, but... It did, and that's what happens, unfortunately, in a lot of circumstances when bears wake up early from hibernation. They just go crazy because they're starving, and there's no food supply for them because everything else is in hiding and shit. So right. in, the, in the end, that uh, the wife, Yayo, who was attacked with the baby on her back, she made a full recovery even with the head wounds. She actually lived. Um, however, the baby did die three years later. So he died three years later from... The attack from the bear. Yeah, because this is 1915. So by the time the baby died, it's 1918. And, uh, and you know, they just did not have the medical science to keep, like, that kind of infection away from, like, wounds that bad, especially the wounds that bad to something young. So that was the Senke Betsu uh, bear attack, brown bear just incident. Brightened up everyone's day with that story. Yeah, I think... Now, the reason I think that's really crazy is that I think it's a fantastic movie that has not been made yet. And it needs, or it, it has been made. It's been made in like radio shows and TV shows, and, uh, and uh, there's one movie with Sonny Chiba. But I think that uh, it would be a fantastic modern movie. But you think they took, they took parts of it, put it into the movie like The Edge or The Revenant? Probably. I, I bet you people probably like cherry pick the best parts out of this to make other stories for sure. Absolutely. Well, that was one horrible bear attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i kind of thought that the talking about the wolverine was actually more interesting than the, the bear not more interesting just like as i listened to the story i realized how fucking depressing and not at all funny it was <laughs> it did was, you not read it beforehand i did read it i did read it somehow i, I in my head i pictured it being more hilarious <laughs> oh really well that's why i was so surprised you picked it felk I didn't. I, like, I, 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 well, okay. I, I thought. I, I guess I just thought you would. You would be making fun of it more as opposed to actually. Just it's hard to make fun of children being eaten. <laughs> to be honest, I, I didn't know exactly what to expect, and and I, I know I, I proved it after reading the Wikipedia page. So, somehow it just. It, it, I mean, I guess it sounded for NPR people listen to, to bear attacks. So because like with all those names, it's kind of distracting. It's hard to follow with all those names. Yeah, a little too many facts. But, 
The story's fine. I mean, the story's good. Too many facts. It was a couple names, Felk, and like a, like five dates. Yeah, but they they like names are like, and there's Bill, and then there's Joe. You know, when you hear Bill again, you're talking about Bill, and you know when you hear Joe again, you're talking about Joe. I could not tell you one of those fucking names after they were said because they were all just like I, vowels I, and consonants. I agree with that part. And I know that's racism, but I I can't help it. Well, that's not racism. That's just unculturally in, indifferent. And that's literally, that's not a bad thing. It's better than racism. That's why I don't it's know like, Mataco Kusanaga, but I know Scarlett Johansson. I, when I first read that, I just thought to myself, this was like untapped, like untapped film potential for like, and not only that, speaking of Ghost in the Shell, you, you could cast this with Japanese actors and like actually like pr- prove a point that something like entertaining can be made and Hollywood will never do that. Look at, they made a movie about the great wall of China. They had to add fucking dragons and Matt Damon. Yeah. And the guy from game of Thrones, but uh, you know what would be funny is Keanu, Keanu Reeves should be the, uh, the hunter, the drunken hunter. Oh, definitely. (laughs) And Scarlett Johansson should be the bear. (laughs) No, Benedict Cumberbatch should be the bear in mocap. Yeah. I would see that movie. Scarlett Johansson can be, um, you know, this, the sexy American, the sexy snake and snake. Betsu. No, she, yeah, she, she is the snake pet suit. Are we talking about sexy stuff now? Sexy. Yeah, we are. Speaking of stuff that's sexier than bear attacks, let's move on to talking bodies. Ugh. All systems ready. Three, two, one. I found out walking with this girl. Talking bodies. Yeah. Talking bodies. Oh, yeah. Well, let's discuss a hottie with a body. Felk, you got any porn stars? Uh, yeah. I have, it, it has to be porn stars? It has. Okay. You know it. Okay. All right. All right. I got, I got one for you. I'm, I was not going to count this as a porn star because neither have done porn. But let's talk about the spectrum of fitness and where you guys draw the line on fit or unfit. This is serious. I want okay. you to look up a name. Uh, look up the name of a girl I like quite a bit named Megan Avalon. Megan Avalon. Okay. Got her. Okay. Now that you got her in a separate tab, perhaps. Wow. Look up the name Terry. That's T-E-R-R-I. Jane. Terry Jane. You're going to see where I'm going with this. Jesus. Terry Jane. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, just for the viewers, if you don't know who Megan Avalon is, she looks like a fitness model. Yes. And Terry Jane is a very, very big, busty woman. <laughs> yes. yes. And I find both, both to be absolutely beautiful. One. No, they are. are. One brands herself. Megan Avalon brands herself as muscle Barbie. So she's basically a muscular Barbie. If you can picture that in your head, you pretty much got her. And Terry Jane great. is pretty much as voluptuous as you could be without maybe riding the line of fat. Not that we want to use disparaging uh, No, I, I think she's riding the line of obese, to be honest. Uh, uh, but see, it's all in the right places. Well, and okay. proportion's I'll, I'll, what matters I'll, to me. I'll put it this way. Terry Jane has got a gorgeous face and some incredible titties, but you know what? She's going to have some heart disease issues later in life for sure. And back problems. And probably diabetes if she doesn't already. Nah, I think she's healthy-ish. But to talk about the other, what's the other girl's name? Uh, Megan Avalon. Mm-hmm. She yeah. is, she is insanely muscular, and that is also a turn off for me. Like I'm, I'm talking like she's like insanely muscular. It sounds like both you, girls are past your lines, basically. Not my line. Yeah, no, yeah, g- good girls to bring up because yeah, I mean, 
I, I, it's a no for both of them for me. So both are basically at my line. Any more muscular is a little too mannish. Any larger is maybe a little too large. But to each their own, you know. Uh, I, if, I like. If you're asking me to pick one, I'm gonna go with at least the muscular girl. Okay. Avalon. The, the other yep. girl's honestly too obese for me. Yeah. Okay. She'll break your pelvis. I would probably pick Terry Jane of the two. But uh, wow. oh wow. Yeah. That's why you and I never have to worry about if, if we came across that situation in a bar, we'd, we'd be fine. You guys never have to worry about sloppy seconds. Mm, but I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into our top three this week. And this week, our top three <laughs> is going to be picks from Home Improvement. So top three bodies from Home Improvement, <laughs> the show from the 90s. Of which <laughs> there are two attractive women. <laughs> yeah, that's my – I was going to say, are there three people on that show that we could even talk about? Well, there's Jill. The show ran from 91 to yeah. 99. Okay, so we have some bodies here, guys. There's Wilson. Okay. I think Wilson can't, doesn't count. He has almost literally no body in that show. <laughs> he's, just, he's just eyes. He was right? horribly scarred in Vietnam, and that's why he never showed his whole face. Well, I think we got to go with number one right away is going to be Pamela Anderson. Now, this is Pamela before bombshell Pamela. This is like realistic this is, Pamela. This is yeah, the way she yeah. looks. This is like molten blue Pamela. This is, this is the girl next door, Pamela. And she was pretty. She was, absolutely. Then I got to say maybe Debbie Dunning. Maybe. <laughs> I, I think I think Heidi's a really close second. You can see some of the promo steals from seasons. She is like. That's Debbie Dunning. Yeah, she's yeah. like blowing away those promo arts. Okay, well then, so that's that's one and two, easy enough. Then who's number three? I think I think folks going to go with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> yeah. But I got to go with Zachary Ty Bryan. I got to go with Al. Al. Oh, my God. Okay, well, okay, we got to plead our I'm, cases. And I, someone's going to have to find this third one. Well, I'm going for the bear look, you know, for all the bears out there uh, and lumberjacks. How does he look today? I got to see how he looks today. Richard Karn. You actually remembered his name. That's <laughs> he looks the same. He's just got a little gray in the beard. Love it. Side story, my wife actually went to high school with Zachary Ty Bryan. What movie was he in the recently? The third Fast or? and the Furious. He's in that one as a bully. That's the most yeah, recent not, movie that, I can uh, think of. That's not recent, but <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the most recent I can think of Zachary that's, Ty Bryant being in. Jesus Christ. If you Look at his IMDb page. Yeah, his, he got insanely buff. He's, yeah, he's like ripped as fuck. That's crazy. But if you look at like just a year ago, he was like fat. Yeah, he was. I mean, so he, yeah. He did some sort of crash diet, got muscular. He's trying to play the heavy in some movies or henchman number three. All right. Well, then, Felk, go ahead. Wow, that is a really weird Google search. It looks like there's two people, like his fat brother and like the ripped young him. That's so, so my weird. wife went to school with him while he was on the show, and she said he was a really nice guy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. My, uh, my wife's friend, uh, their kids go to school with Mason from Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Mason Disick. Or whatever, or Mason Kardashian. I don't know his last name. And they say he's like a really nice kid. And I would thought like the kid from like that type of show would be like just a train wreck, or uh, you know, everything is gotta be his way or the highway. But apparently, I, he's like super nice and super I, cool. I don't follow the show at all. But uh, are those kids on it, or is it strictly just the Jenner clan? I don't follow it more recently. I haven't like in years, but uh, or over a year. But um. Yeah, I think it's. I think they're on it. As I think they got contracts on it or something like that. There was a while where they weren't allowed on it because they were trying to. Essentially, it was contract negotiations. As soon as all the Kardashians open their mouth, I just change the channel. Mm, for for some dick. Mm, dick. 
All right. Well, well no, Felk, Felk, you didn't, you didn't pick Jonathan Taylor Thomas yet. You haven't told us why you want him. We haven't picked a third. I, I was joking. I, I, if I had to fuck a third, I, I, I guess I'd go with Patricia Richard Richardson. Is that her name? Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> Jill. Well, I mean, because she's the, like the third woman on that show. She's not attractive, but she's at least a girl. Uh, <laughs> although I guess I could hate fuck girl. Mark. You, you, you said your wife went to school <laughs> yeah. with Zachary Ty Bryant, and he yeah. was really hey, nice. I bet that guy who played Mark was an asshole in real life. Yeah, fuck Mark. That guy's a definite dick, dude. Is that the that's the goth right? Yeah, Tara Noah Smith, who I'm guessing hey. just got oh, goth yeah. in real life, and they had to write it in because he wouldn't take his fucking goth makeup off. <laughs> I think that's exactly so frustrating. What <laughs> well, okay, you know what? I I'll I'll concede and say Richard Carn. So that list simply goes: Pamela Anderson, Debbie Dunning, <laughs> Richard Carn. Yes. All right. Well, Richard Carn leads us right into "Love That Dong." Mm. Love that dong. Love that dog. You say it like love that joker. <laughs> love that joker. Well, all right, guys, let's name three celebs and guess who has the biggest dick and why. I love this game. This is my favorite game we do. We're doing Planet Holly Dong this evening because Ooh. as a play Ooh. on the restaurant Planet Hollywood, which was, of course, founded by Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis and the Russian Mafia. Yes. <laughs> and it failed after about seven years. Not a bad burger. They had they had some really good recipes. <laughs> I only ate there in Vegas, but you know, it was fun. Yeah. I gotta say, I gotta say, I think I have I mean I, I provided the best links I could, but I think Bruce Willis probably has the biggest dick. I just know that from Color of Night. What? I think Arnold before steroids definitely had the biggest. No, dick. So I don't know, dude. Look if you look at the it's links. It's kind of pathetic, actually. Yeah, he's got a little oh. little tiny dick. Uh, what are, what, like what are these links you have? They're just photos of from him from his his bodybuilding days when he's wearing oh, his, yeah. like skin tight little panties. Yeah, but he was doing steroids and it shrunk. Everything. Oh wait, I forgot. No, it is Stallone. No, it's Stallone. The answer is Stallone. Actually, Stallone is, is Stallone. That the biggest dick. Yeah, it is Stallone. I forgot because there's uh, leaked photos. Like okay, so previously we talked about Jeffrey Aniston leaked photos from the breakup. Well, Sylvester Stallone had leaked photos from Demolition Man, and the dude is fucking hung. <laughs> like, the, the guy's like it's five crazy. Two. It's pretty. It's pretty it's, fucking crazy. Yeah, you do have to keep in mind how big the overall per person is, though. Like, in retrospect yeah, to him, he's a very he's small like, guy. He's not big. Well, like, hey, I can't. I can't. Ju I mean, they're all small guys technically. We've seen. We've like, all been at Planet Hollywood, right? Yeah, but Arnold wasn't there when I when I ate there. Does it, no, did, but they have the cases and the costumes, and you can see Arnold's kind of tiny. Yeah. Stallone's kind of tiny. Bruce is kind of tiny. <laughs> like, it's a, they're kind of all tiny. So, so then it's really tiny. The Bruce Willis yeah. photo really doesn't show much. It just shows neck. It shows the top neck. Well, see, I've seen Bruce Willis on Color of, uh, Color of Night, so I know I know where he's like at thigh point, like where he's hanging. But still, when I see that Stallone, I was pretty shocked. I didn't realize that he was that big. I'm looking big. at Stallone's dong right now, and I, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not impressed. What are you talking Wait. about? The, the 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 leaked shot from Demolition oh, Man. Oh no, Demolition Man. He looks big, but I'm looking yeah. at like an old picture where he's like he's got a boner because it's from that porno, and he's. It's oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see those. I didn't. Oh wow. I didn't, I didn't know those. he ever oh, got okay. a boner in the porno. I thought he just kind of walked in the background. No, he fucked. I'm seeing like the old picture of Stallone, and it looks like a normal dick. And then I see that that demolition one you're talking about. That one looks altered. Like he's that one looks different. It looks almost like a black cock. Up he might be wearing a cock on top of his cock, okay. like so like then, Mark Wahlberg did. So, are we saying then just Bruce Willis? I vote uh, Stallone. I vote Stallone still. I want to give it to him. The Italian Stallion? St Stallone? 
Schwarzenegger is really disappointing. I mean, every photo of him in little speedos, it's just like, Kinda oh. Was. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing. It's, it's steroids, guys. Yeah. But I thought steroids shrunk your, do- your balls, not your dong. It shrinks everything but your muscles. But Ooh. but the cock is full of muscles. So cool. Uh, it's full of blood. Hmm. All right. Well, I guess that's enough on love that dong. There's is never enough of. There's never enough. Love that dong. Well, let's talk about uh, the the letters and emails we received. Did we receive any letters or emails? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten. I had some of the tweets I sent out did get a few retweets. Woo! Somebody I think responded like "ha ha" to the ones telling. Uh, Tom Cruise, uh, sorry, but maybe <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland's uh, more famous. Or, or, or cooler, cooler. Uh, other than that, not a whole lot of feedback yet. Um, cool, so we, cool. We do have a new uh, Twitter quiz uh, that maybe we'll just retroactively put on Twitter. Uh, cool Boy Nation, would you rather drop off a cliff, Elijah Wood or Macaulay Culkin? Now, that's obviously the good son, and I got to say, that's very easy for me, Elijah Wood. Otherwise, I wouldn't have Frodo and so forth and so on and Sin City. But Macaulay Culkin, what's he done? Party Boys with Seth Green? I don't need that. So I would have dropped Macaulay. But he yeah, okay. he gave you Home Alone and Home Alone 2. No, he'd already done that by that point. He'd already done them. He did them. Yeah. They're done. They're in the bank. Oh, oh yeah. Though Macaulay's dead. Drop Macaulay. But come on. This is the kid that also said, if I drop you, do you think he could sprout wings and could fly? Well, no, you can't. You can't factor in the fact that he's the evil one in the movie. We're talking about Macaulay Culkin or Elijah Wood, and unfortunately, in real life, Macaulay Culkin is also probably the evil one between those two. <laughs> oh, Mac! It's not his fault. He had a really, really, really fucked up childhood. All the Culkins did. Yeah, I think Rory handled it the best. He, he turned out okay. Which Culkin's still working? Uh, which one's in... Uh, Probably Rory. Yeah, which which one's in Scott Pilgrim? Kieran. Is that Kieran? Kieran. Kieran. Well, they're all fine with their kids. They're all fine with their kids. It's when they turn into adults. Yeah, it's true. So, well, Cool Boy Nation, that's Would You Rather Drop Off a Cliff, Elijah Wood, or Macaulay Culkin. So cool. Well, this brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Cool Boys Podcast and email us at the cool boys podcast at gmail.com special thank you to co ag for the fabulous music we use for this podcast if you need copyright and royalty free music for any video production games movies etc email coagmusic at yahoo.com i hope you learned a lot about the worst japanese bear attack in u.s history uh, <laughs> <laughs> in u.s history <laughs> once again i'm felk uh, and i'm bidding you adieu along with Ballard. Nolan. So horrifying. Grassy us. Grassy us. Grassy us. See ya. Bye. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of the Cool Boys podcast was brought to you by. 
get some cool boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious.